everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Brief Talk podcast. We have something very interesting today outside of our normal podcast. It's someone I saw on Twitter doing some amazing work in the leather space. It is Horse Girl. Welcome to the show. Hello. Hi, Tim. Good to have you because you make some really creative and interesting designs out of leather. Thank you. I think, uh, I forget how I ran across you on Twitter. I think someone retweeted, and I'm like, what is this? I'm like, this is really cool. Can you tell our listeners who may not be familiar with you a little bit about what you're designing and what you're selling currently or over the last couple of months, some of the stuff you posted? Yeah, I make a lot of Western influence garments like Mm -hmm. uh i I feel like i get a lot of inspiration through cowboys throughout time like i take inspiration with modern cowboys such as i feel like little nas x if Mm -hmm. i'm saying his name right yeah is kind of a big reference but also i try to pull from older more vintage reference at the moment, I'm kind of dabbing between the Western aesthetic, but also I try to make also things that are maybe more camp, I'd like to describe mm-hmm. it as. Uh, I don't know if that would be the exact description, but I try to make uh, garments that are kind of out there and a bit eccentric. And so, yeah, I make kind of these both, both uh, style and aesthetic I'm making everything by myself. So I, anytime I have something new, I upload it on my Etsy and then I go from there. Nice. No, you, you really do mix the Western and like little Nas X and everything in your designs because you have the classic black leather that you've done. I've seen. And then you also have a brown and also a pink. So what made you use the pink and the leather, which isn't one that's, known for leather gear but i think it your designs it works really well and is really cool to see i started using the leather uh, the pink leather because i've had requests for it it wasn't really my pick at first i think those brown and more muted colors were more something i was drawn to Uh, i think i think the darker browns and the burnt orange whiskey kind of colors to me they felt more authentically western looking and cowboy and and that and i remember i made a set i think it was a black set with the jockstrap and the garters and i had a bunch of requests for people either in my dms or on the post that they wanted in pink so then i searched for a pink hide like this big skin and i started making kind of the same items but in pink and it got such a good response that i kept doing it but this was more for the audience and the crowd it wasn't (laughs) really my inspiration but i'm I'm happy i did it because i think it turned out pretty good yes i really enjoyed the pink i think uh you have a really interesting take on leatherware which is kind of mix of the traditional with you know western and modern so i really it really blew me away when i scrolled through your twitter account and saw so many things you've done over the year that look just amazing. And the brown stuck out to me because, you know, that's more along the lines of what cowboys wear and saddles and Mm -hmm. their chaps they wear usually are the brown leather. So I really enjoyed what you create and how you create it. 
So that was really cool to see out there. Thank you. You're yeah, right. I, I really enjoy it too. The, those brown muted colors are really nice. Yeah, so nice. I like it. I like them a lot. So what made you really dive into producing leather and doing this Western? What was your inspiration or our key to go, hmm, I want to do this and see what I can create? Well, I'm going to answer kind of broadly and then I'm okay. going to narrow it, narrow it down. But uh, I'm originally an acrobat and I was in a show for a long time. That was a show in, uh, in Vegas. It was, again, a Western influence show. It was very comedic. It was raunchy. Uh, and I was performing an aerial act in that show. Mm-hmm. And I think my core inspiration of like what really pushed me to make these items was, I think, because I've been in this Western show for so long, I probably was influenced by the costumes that they were wearing. In that show, I had a set of chaps uh, that was beautiful and it had a lot of engrave and stamp images mm-hmm. that's i don't know if that's the right description uh, but it's very common on saddles or belts yes. and i just remember thinking how amazing would that be if this aesthetic was transferred to this harness and jock strap and gear kind of world and that's kind of how it started i just made colors for my dog to start with to mm-hmm. practice working with leather and then once i got that down I upgraded to a harness, and then when once that was kind of okay, I got I understand the whole concept. I went for bigger, bigger items such as a whole set of chaps with a jug strap integrated. I started making corsets with garters, and that kind of evolved to those more bigger and extravagant pieces. But yeah, so that show that I was part of kind of was my first impulse to go ahead and take what I know and then try something new. Yeah. Nice. Now that's a great inspiration, especially if you're wearing sounds like amazing chaps for the show. Uh, That's, that's cool. So when you started your brand, you go by the name horse girl. So how did the name come about? (laughs) It's an interesting name. I'm so happy you're asking that. I'm so happy you're asking that question. Before we recorded, I was telling you how I didn't want to have my real name for mm-hmm. more like legal purposes or, you know, just kind of keep some anonymous uh, identity. And w- before I started having my horse, horse girl brand, I was just using my name and my stuff is very, not very, but it's provocative. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, it's sexual, it's sensual and I own it. I commit to it, but I don't know, sometimes things can happen and I just don't want my name to be out there freely for anyone to grab. So then I changed my Instagram name to Horse Girl. And to get there, I don't know, I just went through a process of just funny things that I, well, funny names that I thought were interested and catchy. I came up with Horse Girl even before I knew I was going to make those leather garments. So when I started to make those Western inspired garments the name horse girl just seamlessly is that the word <laughs> yeah uh, or seamlessly i don't know yeah that just kind of went in one and one together and it just it just worked great and i was happy that people thought it was kind of funny when i changed my name to horse girl and it got just such a kind of funny response that i thought okay i'm on the right track 
I'm, I'm okay with that. And then that just stick to me. And now here we are. And I'm known as Horse Girl. Nice. Now it was funny because when you first, when I first ran across it, I was like, wait, is it, wait, wait, who's designing this? Wait. So it gave me a minute and then I noticed, oh, you're designing it. So cool. And it's so yeah. fun. It is because the first thing I ran across that you did was the, the love handle jock was the first thing I saw you did. And it really impressed me because you use like the Western buckles on it with like, you know, the handles. And it was really cool because I like you, I like cowboys. And it was like, oh my God, it's Western inspired leatherware. Oh my God, this is so cool. So yeah, that's what really drew me into this. And then I noticed you did stuff like, sort of like, it looks like some of the horse hardware that they wear and stuff like that. So it really just blew me away, the creativity you have with designing all the gear. So I, I tip my hat to you on that. Thank you. So it's it's fun. It's amazing. And I, you guys out there listening, you need definitely need to go look and see a lot of his designs because I think it'll be something you guys really enjoy. So I have to ask, you have a picture of you at Folsom this year. So how did your gear go over with like the traditional leather crowd? It went really well. I remember uh, I didn't know of Folsom until recently. I mm-hmm. know that sounds probably very awful to say, but I'm from Canada. I'm, I don't know. Not that, it, not that it's that far, but I didn't know of that world that much. And then my boyfriend told me about it. And then a year prior to going, I kind of thought, okay, now that I make this these leather garments, I need to make something that will be really representative of uh, what I make and who I am. So then I made my boyfriend, the I call it the Bowser spiky pouch. Yes. And I, yeah. And I made, myself, I made myself this kind of silly, campy, horn jock strap and it got such a good response because i think it was just so different from the conventional black leather um that we see Mm -hmm. quite often and i think people just uh yeah i just thought it was cute and funny or and interesting and also sexy i like to kind of go yeah i always say kind of camp and funny but it still has this kind of sexy appeal to it and i like to walk on the fine line between the two i think that's very interesting and some people knew me too some people knew of my instagram i guess they were following me or something but it was really cool to be stopped by just strangers and they would tell me that they follow me and they really like what i do and that was really cool i felt like a a tiny 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 celebrity and that was really cool that's awesome no you walk you walk the line between sort of like the campy and the sexy very well I think your designs can be a, look a lot of fun, like the horn one you did. You mentioned that one I thought was a lot of fun. And the Bowser one, that's exactly what I got when I saw it. I was like, Super Mario. Okay, yeah. awesome. So you make incredible, incredible gear. I am just, like I said, I'm just blown away by the gear and everything you do. So it's amazing. Very much amazing. You are making this now since you do it by yourself. I'm sure it's a very, you know, limited run. You make one thing at a time. So how much do you generally make sort of in a month? 
Is it, you know, whenever you get inspired, do you make out certain things? What do you uh, do? I try to, each month I try to come up with either one new design or two new designs that I work aside. But in each month, I think I'm able, like this month, for example, I had about 10 orders to make okay. so far. And I'm almost towards the end of that 10th order. Uh, remind you that I was away for Christmas and happened mm-hmm. the New Year's and holidays. So I came back to my apartment, which is where I make my garments around the 5th. So in about two weeks, I was able to get through 10 items almost. Wow. And plus making also, I'm also working on a new set that is very similar to things I've done before, but with a different color leather and then some elements that are new. So I'm trying, every time that I make things, I'm also working on another thing to kind of push just a new idea. And it's really, like you said, it's really hard to also kind of push more items out because mm-hmm. I make everything by myself. Uh, I hand stitch most of my garments so that just takes some time. I'd say that if I don't, if let's say I have a whole 30 days, I can make probably, let's say 20 garments, which wow. is not so bad. I think it's not no, so bad. that's good. Yeah. So how long does it typically take you to make like a jockstrap out of leather? What is the, I know some can be more complicated than others, but on average, do you have like, does it take you, you know, like a day, a couple days? What, how long does it take you to make? Um, it takes about, depends on the, each jockstrap. Some of them are more simple. Mm-hmm. Those more simple, I can do them in a day. I've done one time, I think I was going to Los Angeles for a photo shoot and I really wanted an item to take photos with. So that morning, I think I was driving later in the day and that morning I made a jockstrap from beginning to end. And that was the fastest I've ever made a jockstrap. I think that was four hours. Yeah, I'd say usually to make a garment, it takes me two to three days. Okay. those bigger items, I I don't know because, like I said, those bigger kind of head to toe set, I, I work on and off, so it's it's hard to tell for those sets. But jock straps, I'd say one to two days. Okay, that's that's about what I'd expect because I know working with your level of detail and what you're doing with all the you know like the buckles and everything else, it's it's a little different than just making a simple jock strap. So that's that's about what I thought it would take a couple of days at the least. So, but now yeah. you, it shows in the level of your work. It looks like it's really high quality leather, pretty thick uh, from all the pictures I look at online. And I am super, like I said, I'm just super impressed with what your designs and what you're making and just blown away. It's just because I always like new things out there in the world of gear. And when I ran across you, I was like, definitely got to get you on the podcast to talk about all this stuff. So yeah, thank you for coming on. Thank you. So is there any celebrity or celebrity you can define in any way as you want? It doesn't have to be like big name, but is there any celebrity that you would like to see in your, in your gear you create? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, I don't know if the and I have names that come up, uh, but I I don't know if they're celebrities or whatever. But I think my stuff is more because it's so kind of risque and mm-hmm. sexual. I think it 
leans more for porn stars uh, or models. There's a couple porn stars that I would love for them to wear my stuff because I'm such a fan of them. Uh, nice. One, pers- one person that comes to mind is François Saga, who is a pretty big name in the industry. François Saga, I don't know if you know him. Do you know I, him? I probably know the face, but I'm not good with names, so... I'll have to look it up afterwards. You'll have to send me a picture afterwards. Right. Um, yeah, he's really just so, again, it's one of those people who I think mixes art and creativeness mm-hmm. and also sexual. And and I think those two worlds are so interesting when they meet and it really brings up a lot of interesting concepts or images. Or And I, I think this performer is really good at it and he has a really good eye for the art form and also mixing porn in it and i yeah i just i would love to see him in one of the of my garments okay yeah that's fine it doesn't matter who you want to see in it like i said celebrity is defined by whoever you want in it whether it's you know a movie singer or even a porn star so it it's whoever you want in it that's great cuz i think Yours could be either, you know, a porn star could wear it or it could be a high fashion shoot sometimes because it's just so different from what's out there that I could see doing a high, you know, like a real fashion shoot with your all your gear and have a really fun shoot. But that's just me thinking out loud. So. So is there a design you're working on now that you're really proud of? Or is there something you envision making soon that you're thinking about that's a little more complicated or something like that you can share with us? Let me think. Right now at the moment, I have ideas that I'm trying to work on. Uh, One of them, I don't mind sharing because if whoever listens to this wants to copy it, I don't mind because I think... You know, when someone puts their flair to it, it always looks different from mm-hmm. either like another idea. So I, I've never been too scared of being copied or whatever. But I'm really interested in making a whole set made out of cowboy boots in different sizes, like a pouch that's a cowboy boot. That would be oh. very campy, I think. I haven't figured out a way to make that yet. I think recycling cowboy boots and giving them a new life by making them... okay. Let me pause on this. Do you know this guy? I think his Instagram or Twitter is Albino Hector. That sounds familiar. I have my iPad right here, so let me put it up. Pull it up real quick. He's this guy who makes I think Jockstrap, I'm not mistaken, and also face coverings out of sports shoes, like yes, Nike shoes. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. I know I was gonna bring that up. That that's very similar to what I've seen with the shoes and he just did a jock this week or last week. Sometime soon he made a jock out of a sneaker. Right. And he makes the, yeah, yeah, he's really good. Yeah. Super talented, super inspiring. And I think I would like to not necessarily being inspired by him, but I, it would be completely different because a cowboy boot is not a sneaker, but uh, yeah, something I, I was thinking of making maybe like a bag that's a cowboy boot and a jock strap that's a cowboy boot. But that that's just, I have to still think about it. And something that I've made in the past that I'm really proud of, I think it's that chaps and jockstrap set. Because mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's a pouch integrated in chaps. 
And I think that's really cool because I haven't seen it and I haven't seen anyone no. doing it. Maybe, maybe someone out there has done it before, but it, and it feels like a, I, yeah, it feels like it was a new idea that I brought up in yeah. the world. And I, I was proud of that. Definitely. Yeah. Some of your designs are so original and so fun. I think even if you get inspired from, from the sneaker, is one thing, but you have to execute it your own way. So you may see, oh, he can make this out of a shoe, but you're like, I can make it out of a boot, but I got to make it my own. So I think that's one good thing about fashion and designing thing is, yeah, you can get inspired by something similar, but you can make it your own, make it different without, because some people copy others, but you know. But it won't be the exact same. So, because you have such a unique eye in design and into doing things that, you know, it's not going to be like, oh, well, he ripped off so and so. It's maybe be like, oh, look at that, that jock made out of cowboy boots. That's hot. So, right. I think that's what you'll definitely get when you produce it and release it. I wish you luck on that because that, that's not easy to do, I imagine. Yeah, I haven't figured out a way yet to make it look. Because I think the idea is there, but it's always the execution mm-hmm. that is kind of hard to nail it. Yes. Because I, a lot of times, have something in my head, and I'm like, all right, I can't get it out of my head. I know exactly what I want, but I can't put it down on paper or do it. I, but it's like, it's so frustrating when that happens. So. Right. But I'm sure you'll have a breakthrough moment where you go, oh, this is it. Perfect. Yeah. Hopefully soon. And it sounds like your partner is very supportive of your designs as well, since he wore them at Folsom, which is good to hear. Yeah. Yeah. He's a good, what's the expression? Uh, a team, he's a good player, a sport player, a team player. I don't know. But he, yeah, he supports me a lot. And uh, he always is really interested in what I make. And he hasn't modeled a, lo- a lot of the garments I made, which I wish he did more because I think he's very handsome and people would appreciate i think seeing more of that but yeah he's a he's a good support nice that's always good when you have someone behind you who's supporting you and yeah making sure your dreams come true which is amazing uh so what colors you said the the brown the browns inspired you when you first started were there any colors you wanted to use when you first started but didn't or any designs you wanted to do but didn't do when you first started? I love this. I love that all these questions because I think it's such a creative uh, process to like when I make a garment and mm-hmm. it's so nice to talk about it. So I really appreciate your question because those are real questions I really was asking myself. Oh, uh, awesome. like what, what to start with and whatever what inspired me. I remember when I started, there was uh, I had an idea to make kind of a green foresty kind of dark Ooh. green color i couldn't find it mm-hmm. i haven't found one yet i'm sure that there's some green out there but not the ones that i would want to work with so that's something that i wanted to do in the beginning that i haven't been able to uh, work with yet nice no i'm i'm a big fan of green so i'm all for you doing green that is my favorite color so so, uh, so you obviously do gear for other people. Do you do sort of like commission work or do you design things for people who contact you as well as sell what you produce on your Instagram and Etsy store? Um, it's a bit of both. Okay. I start. I started with a lot of, I post things and whoever wants it 
that fits you, mm-hmm. it's for you or whatever. So that's kind of how I started with, I would just share it on my story or post on Instagram. And then when I got a bit more people interested in my garments, I started, they started messaging me either on Instagram or Twitter and that would be commission. And then they would tell me, okay, well, I like this, but could it be in this color hardware? Could it be in this color leather? Also, could we add, let's say, um, a couple of rings here or whatever they wanted? And I was doing it for a little bit in a reasonable range of my capacities mm-hmm. because I think sometimes people also would send me like photos of things they want they wanted, but it was just so out of my com- not comfort zone, but what I was making. And also, yeah. you know, like I think if I'm okay to alternate, al- alterate, alter, whatever yeah. the word is, the color or the some things, but sometimes people would just completely come to me with a different design and I then I wouldn't do it because then go to that where, where you got the photo, they can do it for you or go to mm-hmm. that, to go to them instead. Like what I'm making is a different style. So I think sometimes it's interesting uh, that response, but now I'm not doing as much commission. I'm trying to stick to my Etsy store, which I just post either things that I've made or things that I'm about to make. And oh, cool. whoever buys it first, then they get it. And that's just easier also to keep track of the orders and it's more professional, I feel. So yeah, I just focus on my Etsy right now. Okay. That's awesome. No, you, your style is amazing. So I think you should keep doing what you're doing the way you're doing it and keep just innovating on who you are as basically you're an artist because you're making these incredible designs and just keep doing it because it's so different from everything out there. So keep doing that. Yes. Very cool. So your designs, you said you're working on other colors, anything. Is there any designs out there or any styles that you're kind of like, I don't know if that fits who I am as a designer. You know, is there anything that you don't like in designing something? Is there anything out there like that? Could you reformulate the question? Sure, it's a crazy question. So in your design process, you know, you do the harnesses, you do like the jock straps, you do everything, the uh, corsets and stuff. But is there anything out there that, you know, doesn't spark your interest? Like, you know, maybe, you know, like a pair of shorts or pants or something like that. Is there just something that you go, hmm, that's not really me, sort of like in the traditional leather sense or a jacket or anything like that? Like people think when you think leather gear, you think, you know, harness, chaps, boots, jacket, maybe a vest. So is there anything you that doesn't strike your, you know, creative flair or is it you're pretty much open to everything right now? Okay, I, I, I get it. I, there's things that I would like to work with. I would love to be able to make cowboy boots, let's say, or boots. Mm -hmm. Um, They don't have to be cowboy and like Western looking, but I think though this is such a, such a specific and hard craftsmanship that I don't know anything about. So there's things that I'm interested in that I would love to. There's other things to answer your question, such as I know, yeah, they make, leather jacket, leather kind of vest, leather shorts. 
I, th- I think I would be interested in anything as long that I put my flair to it. Okay. I'm not, I'm not closed off to anything. There's also, again, there's things that I would like to adventure myself in, but I don't have the knowledge or I don't have the, I don't know how to execute them. Cause also there's a lot of things that re- uh, require a pattern. I make all my pattern for my original designs, but nice. patterns for such as vests and shorts, you need to get the right one. And mm-hmm. I don't know, this, I would have to play with a concept before really putting anything out. Let's say something like a pair of shorts or a vest or anything. But no, I'm not really closed up to anything, really. I think right. as as long as I can put, yeah, like I said, my flair on it and my own twist, I think that's that's what I go for anyways. Like I, I wasn't so interested in harnesses, but I knew that I could make it look like a, almost like a saddle or mm-hmm. something, something like that. So then that really sparked interest and that's kind of how I go about when I make the garments anyways. Nice. No, I would I would love to see what you design in cowboy boots because I think it would be amazing or any kind of boot. But like you said, it it's a lot of things in one. And I think as you learn and grow, I think we're going to see you branch out into more and more and make some really amazing things. So I think I think you have a very good future in front of you in designing and making all sorts of things. Thank you. That's very sweet to hear. So, yeah, it's amazing. It's just amazing what you do and how you do it. And it's one of those things I tell people I see. I didn't know I wanted it until I saw it. I like that. Because it's like you'll see interesting things and you're like, oh, my God, I love that. And yours just hit me one day where it was just like, oh, my God, what is this? Let me scroll through. And the designs and everything you do is just so creative and so innovative that I'm like, okay, this is this is the kind of leather gear I love. This is what I like. So I was very, very, very happy to see it. So thank you for making and sharing all this amazing gear you do. Thank you. I think what you just said really hits home when I think a, a part of art and uh, mm-hmm. new ideas is to kind of follow your gut and to really do it. Cause I think if you, if you personally like something and you make it, if you like it, some other people are also going to like it instead of doing the other way around is making something for the crowd. Mm-hmm. And I, I, yeah, it's really inspiring to, to kind of take a risk and just make something that, you know, you like, and then get a response from it is just really va- validating and it's great. Nice. Yes. I hope that, from looking at your Twitter, you have a large amount of likes and followers. So it looks like many more people are enjoying what you do as well. Cause it looks like you're getting tons of likes every time you put something out. So yes. So you're, you're definitely onto something I will say. Yeah, hopefully definitely. And that wraps up all my questions I can think of right now. But if you want to tell everyone where they can find you online and what your Etsy store is so they can go over and keep a lookout, they may be able to pick something up they enjoy. My Instagram is at horsegirl3000. My Twitter is horsestuff underscore. And my Etsy store, which is linked on my Instagram and Twitter, is horsegirl3000, I believe. I might yes. be wrong. It might just it yes. might just be horse girl. Okay, yeah. Horse yeah. girl. Th- yeah, it's right on you. I have your Instagram pulled up at the top. It's horsegirl3000.etsy.com. 
Right. So go follow the store, follow him on both social medias and look at his amazing gear. He creates. If you love Western, you love something different in leather, you are going to love what he's doing. And thank you for coming on today and sharing with us your amazing brand. I look forward to seeing how you progress and hopefully have you back on one day to give us an update. Uh, Thank you, Tim. That was really lovely. I appreciate what you do for everyone that makes garments and and briefs and underwears. And it's good to have a platform for that. Yes, it's fun. I think we all need to step out of our comfort zones and try different things and enjoy. And yours just really speaks to me and I really enjoy it. So thank you. You're welcome. And thanks everyone for listening. We'll have a new podcast for you soon. Have a great week, everyone. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to our show. If you like what you hear, consider supporting us at Patreon at patreon.com slash UNB blog. Follow us on social media. You can follow the blog at UNB blog on Twitter and Instagram. Read the blog at unbblog.com. Also follow me if you like art or anything else fun and underwear at UNB Tim on Instagram and also Twitter. Thanks for listening and we'll have more podcasts at you very soon. Bye.